Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm Gita Joshi and my guest today is Sam Peacock and we were talking about um, all the coronavirus news and I thought it was worth taking this conversation to a podcast. So welcome Sam. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? Very well, yeah, all good, all good. Let, let's just go, get straight in. Like, I mean, coronavirus, COVID-19, it's obviously affecting a lot of uh, people across the arts. I mean, pretty much everybody. Lots of galleries are closed uh, this weekend, particularly across New York, but also um, in London as well now. Um, how, how is it affecting you? As an artist, I'd probably, I'd plan a year ahead and I'd make work um, previous, kind of previous for fairs. Um, I'm doing so the next fair for me would actually be fresh art fair which is in Cheltenham I haven't heard directly if that's been closed but I'm doing uh affordable art fair Hampstead which is the last weekend in April and that runs into the very start of May and um I've heard directly from uh the gallery that I go with which is George Thornton gallery that that is being postponed so it won't be taking place on that weekend i think that word postponement um is a lot better than the word cancelled that i think they're my thoughts on it at present <laughs> um as far as it's affecting me i i've got a show on at the moment um at highgate contemporary with hannah baker and that runs until that runs until the end of the month i think the last week of the month I haven't spoke to Hannah this weekend. I think as the situation develops, or what seems to be developing in the news, um, I mean, there's been not much come out. I mean, today's Sunday, and there's not been much come out today, has it? Sunday the 15th today. And to be honest, I haven't really paid that much attention to the news, but the bits that I've seen, I know Matt Hancock was on the telly this morning talking about bits and bobs. But... Um, yeah, I don't know how much it's... I mean, as a business, I guess, or as an, I mean, as an artist, it won't affect me. I still paint. I, I work from home. With postponements, uh, there's no date set. Um, like I said, I've not heard anything about Fresh Art Fair. I'm sure they're, uh, you know, very responsible, so I'm sure they'll let people know and people that have purchased tickets um, to go to these fairs as soon as possible. And then we've heard this weekend that uh, Art Ceramic London, actually that one has been cancelled. That's one of the few that's actually cancelled because a lot of them are postponing. But their 2020 event is just like no longer going ahead. They're just basically going to wait out until next year, which again, like I think, you know, both of us know ceramicists who show there. It's quite a big yeah. deal because you know, people have prepared work and this is quite a big seller, um, big selling event for all these people. I think it's going to affect a lot of small businesses. I know one of the galleries, um, or one of the traders that are doing uh, that show, and I spoke to her last week, and um, as far as she was aware last week, it was going ahead. But she is quite, um, I think, nervous about the future, at least for the next six months, just because she's got to stay in business, and she's in a premises as well. So she's still got to pay rent on that premises and potentially rates on that premises. Yeah, I think it is a loss of income and that sort of uh, cash flow that people were particularly expecting for the fairs. 
that's going to affect um, a lot of artists. I think it's a strange one. Um, just looking at one of the news articles today about um, potentially kind of the over 70s um, being told to self-isolate for four months. I know a couple of clients that I've got are in their late 60s, approaching 70s, and they um, and they generally come out to the shows to see my work. I think, um, I mean, certainly not from a commercial point of view, but it's, I think the arts give so much back to people, you know, visually stimulating, conversation stimulating. And I, I think there's this, you know, I think with art fairs, people don't just go there to buy, they go to look, they go to view, they go to talk, they go to see friends, they go to see galleries that they've known for years, you know, the knock-on effect is going to be massive socially, you know, from just people not, yeah, people not going to fairs. No, you're quite right. Fairs are very social places. You know, people de- definitely, you know, I've done it myself, like where you agree, agree to see a friend, to you know, and meet them at a fair to go around. And it's a really nice way to catch up with people, not just actually to see the art and the artists that I know. But, you know, and like you say, a lot of the guests are using them as much more, you know, social occasions as well. That is going to be really tough for a lot of people. Most of the fairs that have sent out notifications in the last week, and it really all started getting a lot of momentum Thursday and Friday last week, they are postponing. Eye of the Collector is going to be taking place in, I think it's September. Um, the other art fair is going to be, the, um, the London one is at least is going to be in August. There are lots of them that are rescheduling. What, what are your thoughts on that postponement? I think the art fairs have done the correct thing to postpone them. I think public safety is paramount. I also think for galleries that have outlaid the money or um, individual artists that are self-representing at fairs that have outlaid the money. Um, I know when we spoke yesterday, we said you know, there's, there is a lot of money involved. There's a lot of money changing hands. I think the postponement's the right thing to do, not coming from an art fair background, coming from an artist's background and an artist's point of view. I think I'm personally concerned for my finances, but this is this is a bigger thing than just me. It's it, it, I mean, this is global, isn't it? So I, I think a lot of artists are going to struggle through this, and a lot of small galleries and businesses will struggle. Yeah, I, th- I think this is what is happening because this postponement means you know that that cash flow is sort of still locked up. But there are artists, you know, I did have a message from an artist um, last week who had arrived in Sydney with a crate full of work and only to receive a few hours later an email from the other art fair saying it, it wasn't going ahead in Sydney. So I think, you know, the cost implications are just incredible. You know, they're much bigger than any of us can really quite imagine, you know. Taking all your art over and turning up for a fair that due, I mean, it's, it, it's not due default. I think, all, like I said, all the galleries and all the um, art fairs have done the right, I think all the art fairs have done the right thing here. But there's a lot of people now out of pocket. I know, I've just looked at the uh, Australian website today and they're kind of saying, you know, for the next two weeks, it's self-isolation. So if you're in, if you're, Latin, if you're just turned up in Sydney, you know, you've told to self-isolate for two weeks. So they've also got that problem. And that's a financial problem. If you haven't got somewhere to live in Sydney, if you haven't got friends and relatives living there, 
you've also got to go and find digs for two weeks before you're allowed out of quarantine. And then you've got to try and get back. I think one of my concerns is that these, it's such late notice on the postponements. I think that is the thing. I mean, everybody agrees, like all the artists I've spoken to agree that it's absolutely the right thing to do. Like nobody is upset at the decision. Um, but it is, I think, some of the frustration is in the, the late notice at this point. But I think the whole, you know, news around coronavirus, the statistics, the government warnings, all just sort of really just built up so much momentum in the last week that the late notice was inevitable, unfortunately. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think anyone, art fair or not art fair or any sort of fair or anything going ahead, any public event, no one's had that much notification at all, really. It's been quite... Um, I think the UK's response has been quite different to the response from governments around Europe. So as an artist, you know, you already said that you plan about a year ahead um, when you're looking at shows and things and also in your art production. But how else, you know, how else do you manage circumstances like this? Planning a year ahead, um, that's only really happened the past two years. I think I've learned that from other experiences of poor sales times. Decided, I decided a while ago to put some cash away from art sales. Um, firstly, it was just to cover tax. But secondly, I thought there are going to be times in my career when uh, financially it dips. So I do need to put a reserve of money away. And I need to also, you know, I need that just in case I run out of stock or stock, you know, prices increase. I do need that money there. And at the moment, all I can see is me burning that money up because I've still got to pay the rest of the mortgage. I've still got to buy materials and I've still got to buy paint. But planning a year ahead, I mean, I'm already planning into 2021 now. I've got shows booked in for 2021, uh, discussions with various galleries about what we're doing in 2021. For me, it's potentially going to be a problem because I don't think anyone knows how long this is going to last. It's hard to know whether, you know, the September, October, November season that I do, especially in London and then the rest of Europe is going to continue. And then I've got an art fair in New York in September. So I, I'm going to ride through it. I think I've got enough in the tank to ride through it. But I, I won't be able to say that for every single artist that I know, everyone's in the same boat people that I've spoke to nobody is 100% on how this is going to turn out over the years working with various galleries a lot of galleries will sell for me online a lot of galleries will sell in the gallery I'm not just beholden you know to art fairs I'm uh, I've got a lot of good dealers I've got a lot of collectors who will still come to me for various pieces um so I, I can envisage my sales not dropping dramatically but there will be a definite decline because art fairs bring in a lot of money um thankfully i've got galleries all over i've just got to ride it out but i think the fact for you that you have dealers in lots of locations could be you know it's actually a really good position to be in because if a ban was lifted in in around, I don't know, like social distancing or anything like that in certain regions, for example, in the US where you already have a dealer and a gallery, then at least you might be able to be making sales in that region, presumably. Yes. Yeah, 100%. I think um, I'm still going to be able to kind of bring the money in through sales. 
when we were talking before we hit record, we were talking about what we could be doing together. And, you know, you were saying about like sticking together and uh, finding community. Yeah, I think through this, community is going to be one of the main things for artists. I think a lot of artists are quite independent anyway. And artists that don't share studio space are probably working from home. Um, and like I said, I know a couple of artists already that um, I stay in touch with. I might try and widen my network and widen my net a bit light, you know, a bit wider through this, just to stay in touch with people, just to make sure they're okay. I guess so people don't feel so isolated by the conditions that we're facing at present. Uh, Instagram's a great one. Facebook's a great one. There are lots of groups out there, lots of Facebook chat groups. I'm probably going to spend the time going back into my network of artist friends and just touch base through Instagram, send a few messages, make sure everyone's okay, and work it from there. And I think also, you know, when, if people are part of networks and groups and societies, then it's a really good time to be leaning into them as well. Very much so. Very much so. There's lots of groups out there for artists to join, especially artists that are really new to the business, especially artists that have been trading for only a year, maybe. I think at times like this, join a group, get involved and talk it out. People should look at it as a, as a time to sit, self-evaluate and start making really good relationships. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, networks are, you know, they're actually very key to growing any business. I mean, but particularly in the art world, you know, that is the the main way that anybody finds gallery representation. Uh, And I'm not, you know, I'm not sort of taking this from like, you know, leaning into your community, but it's a really good time to be doing that, I think. And, um, you know, getting, you know, connected again with your peers and um, you know, other support networks that you might have in place around your art business. Let, let's, uh, let's move the conversation to productivity and what we could be doing at this time when people are maybe not going out quite so much. What are your thoughts? I think for me, and possibly for a lot of other artists, we're going to be looking at the work that we create. To come from this podcast, I'd quite like to, you know, say, do look at what you're doing, look at the work you're making. Um, Think about how to expand it in the future. Think a years down the line. I mean, I'm going to be thinking 2021 or the back end of this year already. How is my work going to look? Can I make the work larger? Can I make the work? Can I make it smaller? I'm going to be in the studio refining colours. I think if everybody did that and took a bit of time to self-reflect and self-evaluate, and it's hard. It's it's hard coming from me because I don't always self-reflect and self-evaluate, but it's something that people have mentioned to me already which I'm I'm going to do and then I think social media wise I'm going to be pushing the account I've already got my website designer um, touching up a few things for me so the time that I spend isn't going to be spent watching Netflix reruns and whatever I'm going to be full of head steam working I'm going to stay positive and work it out it's a great time to improve your visibility online, you know, whether it's both your website or your social, you know, social uh, media content, your platforms, all of that. This is really where all the attention needs to be right now, I think. And there's a lot of time now to actually improve that, which I think is one of the things that a lot of artists put on the back burner. There was another thing I actually thought um, coming out of a conversation I had with somebody else a couple of weeks ago, which was um, just sorting out all those other administrative things that get put on the back burner, you know, like paperwork. There was an artist who had some work 
with a gallery who went into administration earlier in the year. They were struggling to find the paperwork about which artworks that they had, um, you know, on the gallery's inventory. So anything like that, that you've got you know, pending, that you think I'll get to it one day, I think it's a really good time to get your, you know, art business in order. I completely agree. I think it's a good time for artists to sit and, and research and actually make a list of galleries and, and people that they want to work with or potentially for art fairs further afield that they would like to do. Yeah, it's great advice. I think it's a really good time to do that research. It's, it's um, you know, because all of this will eventually blow over and, you know, everybody will be back in business at some point. And I think, you know, being ready and uh, building those relationships is, is, is really key to that. I completely agree. Sam, thank you so much for being my guest on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'll see you soon. Okay, yeah, thanks now. I'm probably just going to go and wash my hands, I think, after all of this. <laughs> the Curator Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.